took an edible and binged on pretzels and gelato. Walked about, walked around, feeling <laughs> walked happy about and accepting on my body. I wish sober Christina loved herself. <laughs> literally, that's a vibe. Welcome back to another episode of Pickles and Vodka, the unfiltered mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. It's still just me, Christina, this week. I promise you that soon we're going to get back to guest interviews. Um, I know last week I talked about how much I loved doing the solo episodes because it's less pressure and less work for myself, but lately I've really been thinking that when I have a guest, it brings a whole new element to the podcast. It gives me someone to interact with and we can feed off each other. I mean, I think it's just more interesting when there's two people talking as opposed to one person just talking into a microphone by themselves, you know. But with that said, I am happy to be here by myself. I guess y'all are listening too at this point. It's weird for me to think about people listening to my podcast. Like, when do y'all listen? Do you listen on the bus? Do you listen in the shower? Do you listen going on a walk in the gym, maybe? Seriously, I'm, I'm very curious to know how Pickles and Vodka is reaching the masses, if you will. Um, okay, so this week I have kind of a thick outline, actually. I'm going to talk about some stuff that's been going on for me this week how my mental health is doing, just kind of get y'all caught up in my personal life. And then I'm going to read a journal entry from April of 2019. It's actually a little different than normal because I found my bullet journal from when I was living in Seattle. And it's kind of like part calendar, part journal. Like every day there's a few notes on what I did. And then there's a habit tracker where I write down all my goals and how many times I did that goal throughout the week. Um, I have events that I went to, I have a work schedule, I have grocery lists. Like these couple of pages are actually really informative into what I was like at the time and what I was doing. And it's crazy how different it is from my life now. But anyway, I'll be showing you that. I have a few funny segments for y'all today. Um, In addition to the pickle poll results from last week, I put out a call for license plate ideas on my Facebook uh, since I got a motorcycle last week, uh, like I said, and well, I'll tell you more about it later when I read the answers, but basically people suggested license plate ideas for my bike, and there were only two criteria. They had to be funny and they had to be about mental health, and boy did y'all deliver. Oh my god. I'm going to do my best to read them all later, but with that said, we should just get started. I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself to rush along, like I'm trying to stick to someone else's schedule. Like, bitch, no, this is your podcast. Who are you trying to rush for? It's it's really silly when you think about it. I can't imagine being one of those people that has a podcast as their job and they go into a a actual studio every week and they have to do ads and I'm sure there's standards to which they must adhere. But that's just, I don't know, it sounds nice to be able to do a podcast as your job, but then I feel like it would be annoying because, I don't know, every time that I've tried to monetize my hobbies, it has ended up badly. So now I'm happy to just be creative in my own spare time 
I think it would be cool to get paid for more of my creative endeavors eventually, but right now I feel like I'm just catching up on my hobbies because for the last four plus years, uh, I've kind of been too unwell to do them. And so it's fun to try some things from childhood, like coloring or making collages or writing poetry or even baking. Like these are things that I haven't done in many years and I really enjoy it even though I don't get paid for it. Um, I don't know what started this conversation, but let's move on, shall we? Um, so mental health-wise, last week I talked about being anxious a lot despite my improving mental health. And I don't know, today I woke up and I felt anxious. This happens a lot. I just woke up and I guess my partner could tell because he kept saying things like, don't worry, like there's nothing to do right now. Why are you so anxious to get going for the day? We had been planning to go to a motorcycle store and get some gear. And he said, you know, they open at 10. It's like 7.30. There's no rush. It's Sunday. I don't have work. I just, I don't know. Even now talking about it, I feel kind of stupid. I don't know. I feel really anxious a lot of the time about stuff that I'm not doing. For instance, if it's a beautiful day and I spend the whole day inside watching TV, I get really anxious about all the activities I'm missing and what people are doing without me and all the deals I'm missing, stuff like that. I'm just, I think about all the things that I'm missing and that makes me feel guilty. (sighs) And so sometimes I feel like I do things just because the alternative is not doing them. And if I don't do something, I'm worried that I'll regret not doing it. It's a classic case of FOMO, (laughs) the fear of missing out. Since I know my mom's listening to this and she probably doesn't know what FOMO means. Uh, FOMO is fear of missing out. And I feel like I live my whole life by FOMO. Um, I'll leave things early because I, I hear about some other thing going on and or I'll make backup plans just in case my A plan doesn't work out. I'm always afraid of being disappointed. I'm also afraid of being bored. And I'm afraid of uh, regretting things. So it's all it all makes for a lot of anxiety. Um, but with that said, lately I've been trying to get better at not doing things if I try them and I don't like them, or if I try them and it's not the right time, or what have you. So an example of this is school. Um, When I moved to Virginia last year, I enrolled in school here. My dad is a disabled vet, and so he gets a lot of educational benefits for his children. So basically, we could go to any public school in Virginia for free through the age of 30. He started having access to those benefits last year. As you know, I'm going to be 30 this year. And so I was like, damn, if I'm going to take advantage of this free school, I might as well just do it, right? Because I'll regret it if I don't. Even though I already have a degree, even though I've constantly said I don't want to go back to school, I felt like because I had access to it, I had to use it. And so I started on the path to obtaining a baccalaureate certificate in addiction prevention and treatment. Um, I thought it was only going to be four classes to get the certificate. Turns out it's six and I'm only two classes in right now and I'm ready to quit. First of all, I won't be able to finish the program 
until after I turn 30, so I'll probably have to pay for some of it. And also, it's just not bettering my life. I feel like I'm not really learning a lot. I feel like it's a lot of stress. So basically, I decided to quit. After this semester is over, I'm not going to finish the certificate. And that's really hard because success or the appearance of success is uh, important to me. And like, what are people going to think when I just drop out of school after, you know, announcing it all over social media and how excited I was to do it? What will it look like if I just drop out? But honestly, who cares? It's not a loss that I went and took the classes. And it's also not a loss if I drop out. At this point, I think dropping out would be better for my mental health. And also, if I want to go back and finish later, I can. You know, there's no rush to do any of this stuff. There's lots of opportunities for, well, opportunities in your life. And you can't agonize over everyone because you're worried that you're not going to get that opportunity again. One of these days, I want to do a whole podcast episode about my professional journey, or rather my career journey, quote unquote, because I've had a really non-linear career journey. And I wish that when I was like right out of high school, I had met someone who actually was representative of the general population, which is they didn't have a linear career path and their sense of fulfillment doesn't necessarily come from their career. And that's okay. No one told me that 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 was okay growing up. And so maybe I'll have a guest for that episode. If you're listening and you have a lot of experience with nonlinear career path and mental health, hit me up because I think it would be so cool to talk to someone about that and kind of compare notes. Um, But what was I talking about? Um, So yeah, this is the last week of class and I'm just kind of over it. So I I think my mental health is still improving. It's just, I, I don't know why I feel the need to torture myself for no reason. Not even torture myself, just like deny myself things. Like I denied myself the option to drop out of school for the longest time. It was like, no, you got yourself into this. You're not allowed to drop out. And I guess I do that a lot, deny myself things. Uh, My partner and I went to a grocery store today and during our first lap around the store, I saw a case of Coke Zero for like $3. And I stopped and I I looked at it for a while and he was like, do you want to get some Coke Zero? And I was like, no, no, I don't need it. And then I just quickly moved on. (laughs) And then at the very end, we were about to get in line and I was like, you know what? I think I am going to go get that Coke Zero. (laughs) And so we got it. And then in the parking lot, he turns to me and he goes, I'm really proud of you for doing that. You got something you actually wanted. And (laughs) I was like, "Um, thank you. Is that something that I don't do? get things I want. He said, well, I I think a lot of times you deny yourself things and you feel guilty about getting things that you want or that make you happy. And um, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. One more thing to keep track of, I guess. So I have to read y'all these ideas for vanity plates. Um, If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I got a motorcycle. It's officially street legal. It's all fixed up. I, I will start riding it to work this week. I'm so excited. But um, ever since I started looking for a new motorcycle, I had the idea that I was going to get a license plate that said anxiety. I was super excited about it. I thought it was the most hilarious thing. And then when I start registering my bike, 
The lady at the counter tells me that motorcycles can only do six characters and anxiety at seven. So that was a bummer. So I went ahead and just got like the generic mix of random digits uh, because I wanted to have time to think of something really good. I didn't want to pick something on the spot. So that night I went on my Facebook and I posted the following. After a lifetime of resisting vanity plates, I am biting the bullet and getting something personalized for my new bike. However, my dream of riding around with anxiety has been foiled due to the six character limit for motorcycles. Therefore, I'm taking suggestions. Here are the criteria. Must be mental health related and the funnier, the better. That's basically it. Winner will receive a shout out in the undying satisfaction of seeing their brainchild pop up an embarrassing amount on social media. Okay, so I was expecting maybe like five or six suggestions. I got like 30. I don't know. That might be a gross exaggeration, but um, I got so many all day long. I was just laughing out loud and reading them to the people around me. And I wanted to read them on the podcast because... It's just really great. So, my friend Ian says, Unease, concern, nerves, foreboding. Uh, This is going to be really hard doing this on the podcast, I realized, because I can't, like... Part of the the reason it's funny is the way that they're spelled to fit on a license plate. Like, the way they're abbreviated. (laughs) And I can't really convey that with just the audio format. So, um, I guess I'll try spelling some of them out. My ex, Andrew, says, if you just use mental, you'll def get some extra space on the road. And I thought that was really funny. If I saw a license plate that said mental, I don't know, I'd probably take a picture of it. Uh, My friend Rosie said, betch, sad girl, with a girl spelled G-R-L, and wacko, W-H-A-C-K-O. And then um, her friend Mark suggested cuckoo. C-O-O-C-O-O. I think wacko is my favorite. It sounds like something an old person would say when someone um, cuts them off on the road. Back off, wacko. That's me. I could be a wacko. Um, Becky says, E-G-Z-1-0-L, existential. I I think she was trying to go for existential, but it's a bit of a stretch. (laughs) Some of these you'll find I did not get at all, and people had to explain them to me, and that's really embarrassing. Uh, Becky also said, cry more, C-R-Y-M-O-R. My friend Gio says, unwell. Um, my sister-in-law, Alyssa, she had the most, the most ideas of anyone. So, psycho, with a zero at the end. Crazy, with a four instead of the A. Crying, with a seven instead of the Y. Uh, panicked, spelled P-4-N-I-C-D. And angsty, with a four instead of the A. My sister Caroline says, hi, are you okay? And then, not too okay. Not too okay is one of my favorites. My friend Alyssa, not my sister-in-law, but um, another friend Alyssa who goes by Flesh Daddy on social media says, stressed, S-T-R-E-S-D, depressed, D-E-P-R-S-T-D, Jesus, this is really hard, help with a three instead of the E, uh, cry BB, and um, actually, my friend Bianca also did cry BB, spelled C-R-Y-B-B-Y. I feel like that one's taken already. Um, my friend Louise said anxiety without an A, just starting with an X, one E-T-Y. My brother Andrews and also my friend Skell, they both said recovery, spelled R-E-C-V-R-Y. 
And then my sister-in-law, Alyssa, took that even further, and she was like, recovering. <laughs> I think that's really funny, because we're in the South. I don't know, that might be one of my favorites. Recovering, spelled R-E-C-E-V-R-N. My cousin Liz said, anxious. <laughs> my friend Denise and my brother David both gave me pickle-related ideas, and I had to have them each explain it to me, because I did not understand. So Denise says, in a pickle spelled I-N-A-P-K-L. And then my brother David said P-K-L-V-K-A. I was like, Puklovka, what is that? And then Brett was like, it's your podcast, Pickles and Vodka. Oh, that was embarrassing. Um, Let's see, there's so many of these. And I feel like I'm doing a really bad job like conveying what they are. This might have been a mistake, but there's a few more. So my friend Tyler says, Kill Me, spelled K-1-L-L-M-3. Um, my friend Bianca says, sad as F, B-R-B crying, crybaby, and emo girl. Um, speaking of emo girl, my friend Bethany said, T-W-L-O-H-A, which you may know is short for to write love on her arms. Does anyone remember to write love on her arms? It's still going on, actually. It's basically like, Uh, an organization raising awareness for self-harm and suicide and depression and that kind of thing. It was very big among teenagers in the early 2000s. And I actually got to meet Jamie Torkowski. Oh my god, this is embarrassing. Jamie Torkowski is the founder of Trite Love in Her Arms, founded in 2006. Wow, that was a blast to the past, Bethany, so thank you for that. My friend Eli says, panic, spelled P-A-N-1-C-K, stress, spelled S-T-R-3-S-S, illest, with a three instead of the E, which I love, illest, and I cry for you. Oh my god. June says, stressed, spelled S-T-R-3-S-T. My friend Skell, in addition to recovery, she says, unstable, Anxious Disorder, spelled D-S-0-R-D-R. Um, my friend Melky says, help me. And last of all, my friend Lauren said, I'm craze, spelled I-M-C-R-A-Z. Uh, hard Z, of course. I'm crazy. Jesus. That was all of them. And you probably can't tell how fucking hilarious they are by listening to this episode because I felt like they didn't come across at all. I think Recoverin' is my favorite. Um, Sorry if there's background noise. I'm in my kitchen, which is full of light during the day. And I would record in here all the time, but I guess I thought it was pretty echoey before. It might still be echoey, but whatever. I like to record in here. And there's an airplane in the background, so sorry. So I'm going to go straight to the journal entry now. Actually, I'm going to take a break and get something to drink and maybe go out and vape for a little bit because I'm feeling kind of anxious and like, (sighs) I don't know. I'm really hard to work with. Um, (laughs) BRB. some cold brew on the floor and actually it's pretty miraculous I didn't get any on my clothes because I'm wearing light wash denim with a white shirt and every time that I wear light colored 
articles of clothing, historically, I spill something on them. Luckily, I didn't spill the cold brew on my clothes just all over the floor. Oh, my sister Bonnie's calling. Hello, hey. Queen. Hey, Queen, are you doing anything? No, I'm just here recording a podcast, but it's super well, chill. Do you want to come over? I was going to say, I could pick you up, and um, I want to take us to go get snow cones from Pelican Snowball. Okay. Just because it's hot out, it's nice out, and like, let's go. Dude, yeah, that sounds really fun. And huh? my treat. Okay, oh my god, yes. Um, I'm just going to wrap up this recording real quick. I can probably finish it later afterwards, but come and pick me up. Yeah, I'll just come pick you up, yep. okay? Come. Or I'll just, like, come to your house, and if you need more time, that's cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, see you soon. All right, love you. Love you, bye. Oh my god, that's so fun. Snow cones. I can't remember the last time I had a snow cone. Man, this episode is all over the place, but that's just my life. Fang just climbed up on the table and he's he's looking to cause mischief, I can tell. <sighs> okay, so... Oh, journal entry. Let me read you this part of my bullet journal from April 2019. So, um, I moved to Seattle at the end of 2018. I was drinking around the clock, I was binging and purging regularly, and I was really lonely. And it was a new place. Uh, I did have some friends in the area, but I remember it as being a very isolated time for me. And I was really into organization at the time. I was trying to get into the bullet journal thing, which a bullet journal is basically like an empty journal, but instead of lined paper, it's like a grid. So it's just a blank grid and you can turn it into whatever you want. Some people just like section it off into like, uh, it's so hard to explain. I think I'm just going to look it up. Um, Let's see what Google says bullet journaling is. What is a bullet journal? Instead of blank lined pages, a bullet journal contains sections to log, daily to-dos, keep a monthly or weekly calendar, jot down notes, track both physiological and mental health, and record both short and long-term goals. Um, how to create a bullet journal. (laughs) Some of the results that came up in Google were, is bullet journal still popular? Is bullet journaling a waste of time? (laughs) I don't know. It never caught on for me. But it's nice to have it now because I can see a really interesting glimpse into what my life was like. I I track my habits, my lists, and my like stuff that I was doing. I feel like, I don't know, I'm really close to just trashing this episode and doing it next week. But no, the show must go on even when I'm feeling uh, aimless, restless, uh, high strung. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, so my bullet journal from April 22nd to 28th um, starts with kind of a goals at a glance page. So there's a work schedule. Um, It looks like I was closing all week at Starbucks. There's a to-do section with three things on it, and they are record a podcast, research female comedy, and schedule pap smear. I think I was looking into stand-up at one point, which, what a strange idea. I I can never see myself doing stand-up, but it was something I was interested in. And then, I think that's the last time I got a pap smear, too. I could be wrong. We won't talk about that right now. I know, you're so disappointed. 
Um, so there were habits that I was tracking throughout the week. It's like a giant Excel spreadsheet. There's a column for each day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know why I listed them out. Y'all know what the days of the week are. Um, and then every row is a different habit. And so if I did the habit on that day of the week, I would like color in a square associated with that day of the week. So for instance, um, some of the habits that I'm trying to track were taking vitamins, scooping litter, a balanced budget, read for 30 minutes, go somewhere new, didn't binge, didn't purge, didn't drink alone, <laughs> stuff like that that I wanted to track. It looks like I saw a movie this week. I don't know. I don't know how detailed I want to be, but the thing I like about this bullet journal is that each day is just like a paragraph. So I can easily read you the whole week without spending too long on any one entry. And so as a result, you're going to get like a bird's eye view of my week. And I think it's pretty surprising. It's pretty sad, pretty interesting to me because I lived it and yet I don't remember this, a lot of the things. Um, so I'll start with Monday the 22nd. So I wrote, restricted all day because I felt bad about blacking out last night and eating lots of snacks at a Game of Thrones party. Drank lots of caffeine throughout the day and it made me feel anxious. Night off, so ate popcorn, drink wine, watch TV. I feel like I should be doing more, feeling more. My triggers are opportunity. Good, bad, both. Learned a new way of applying eyeliner. I think I need to stimulate Ruby more. <laughs> uh, Ruby's my cat, if you somehow don't know by now. Um, I didn't have Fang at the time of writing this. I just had one cat, and I, I was writing down that I need to stimulate her more because she just sat around at home with, without much going on. Because guess what? When you drink all the time, you have less time to play with your cat. Um, okay, Tuesday, the 23rd. Looks like I had a therapy appointment at 10. That therapist was the one who got me into detox, actually. I really liked him. Shout out to Chris. Um, intense phone call with dad. Lots to process. Forgot how mom had to detox. Blocked out trauma? Question mark. Walked around Ballard. Got Bon Me at Pho Big Bull. Movie with friends. High life. Pretty pretentious. Not sure I want to be part of that scene. Party all the time. Ate too much today. Healthy, normal intake, but too full. Tried buying binge food, but card reader didn't work. LOL. Uh, Wednesday, the 24th. It looks like I wrote a bullet list with three items. Shower, laundry, and call Andrew. And out of those three items, shower and laundry are crossed off, but call Andrew is not. So I guess um, I was supposed to call my brother that day, and I didn't. Spent the morning doing laundry, cleaning, doing hair, making protein pancakes, Brussels sprouts, sweet potato, sweet potato something for dinner. Solid, sold clothes, got dollars for groceries. Spend less, it's underlined. Uh, closed with so-and-so, Benadryl Kava at work. Benadryl and Kava at work. I feel like... I wasn't taking Benadryl all the time. I don't know. I really don't know what I was trying to say there. Feeling anxious about not drinking, but need to remind myself where this can go. Stayed sober! Two exclamation points. Thursday, 25th. Morning spent doing yoga, coffee, and overnight oats, reading The Stranger, that's the Seattle newspaper, and plotting next week. Felt good. Low energy at work. 
got home and binged even though I wasn't really feeling it. Beer, popcorn, chocolate, chicken, ped CEO, and fried tofu. Uber Eats. Why do I keep doing this? On the bright side, I didn't purge. Felt like it, though. Goal to stay sober till Sunday. Started watching Barry. Barry. Is that the show about the dude who kills people? No, that's Dexter. What's Barry? Don't tell me. I don't really care. Um, moving on to the rest of my week. Friday the 26th. Day started off good. Biked to Discovery Park, walked for two hours, then went home and cooked food. Had two beers before lunch on impulse. Funny how these seemingly harmless decisions lead to downward spirals like binging 3k plus cows at work and being miserable. Didn't purge those small victories. Learning every day. Saturday, 27th. Walked around the lake and talked to Andrew. Very motivational. Smiley face. Ate pancakes, palak paneer, cuddled Ruby, appreciating the quiet. Took an edible and binged on pretzels and gelato. Walked around feeling happy and accepting of my body. And then in quotes, I write, I wish sober ex-Tina loved herself this much. I think that was like when I first started using cannabis and my tolerance was really low. Those are the good old days. Um, Okay, so the last entry in this bullet journal, Sunday the 28th. I write, went thrifting with my roommate in AM. Feelings of panic due to size. Need to binge less. Worked with, uh, then I list the names of some people I worked with. Feel frustrated. Walked home listening to trauma podcast. Realize I have trauma I haven't dealt with? Two question marks. Bought vodka. Need to bloat less. First time watching Game of Thrones alone. All right, so those were like little snapshots of my days during that week. Uh, Let's talk about the habit tracker again. So for all seven days of the week, I only binged on two days, it looks like. For didn't drink alone, I only have one day marked. So I guess that means I drank alone for six out of seven days. Oh, I think my sister's here. Yeah, yeah, she is, hold on. Um, I was trying to record and read this journal entry, but it was really boring. Oh, you journal so good. Dude, this is, uh-huh. from, this is from 2019. Oh, is this like a mood tracker? Yeah. Oh, habit tracker, From yeah. 2019. I'm trying to read it. You did so cool. Like, like, that looks... Oh. Took an edible and binged on pretzels and gelato. Walked about, walked around <laughs> feeling walked happy about. and accepting of my body. I wish sober Tina loved herself so Dude, literally, that's a vibe. Do you feel more confident when you're smoking or less confident? More. <laughs> what are you doing with my chair? I'm turning it. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'll say hi some other time. All right. Well, yeah, the stems. I don't know what the, oh, those, those are Brent's cousins. Yeah. That. All right. Oh my God. Okay. This place has so many flavors. Ooh. The dinosaur, sour grape and orange with dinosaur gummy. <laughs> Wait, do they really have dill pickle? They do. It's Why would you want a dill pickle? I don't know, dude. Oh, they have cream. Vanilla cola. Some examples of our favorite combinations. No one's even behind us either. I still don't think this is a drive through This is a drive through Tutti Frutti. Do you remember the Tutti Frutti jelly bean? Tamarind. Oh, it's good. Tiger's blood. There's shaved ice. I'm going to do Tiger's blood. I'm going to get a snowball for sure. I'm going to get Tiger's blood. Tiger's blood. Which is coconut and strawberry. Yeah. Mixed with... What should I mix so it with? So choose up to two flavors for snowball. Over oh flavors. my god. Do you have... Blah, blah, blah. And let's get um, regulars. Okay, sound good? Yeah. Avalanche. <laughs> Cheesecake. And then there's gummies. You can top it. Wait, what are the... Sour spray. 
<laughs> you can make anything sour. You can like spray sour on top. This is so, oh, so the original New Orleans shaved ice yeah, is on New a different list. Ice. Wait. So that's, oh, I think shaved ice is. I um, like shaved ice. I think that's what I thought it was. Ordering, I don't, I think. Dude. Those are the same flavors. They just made an updated one. Fruity Pebbles. Wait, no, those are different. <laughs> Do I remember Juicy Juice? That is the sound <laughs> that juice. of juiciness. <laughs> that juicy sound. Oh my god. This is a good song. Wait, who sings this again? Is it R.E.M.? No, it's Nine Inch Nails! Yeah, I like them. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Oh my god, this song is so sad. I love it. Are you sure? I think it is. With his song. It's so ominous in a way. <laughs> I love this song. Okay, so I just got back from getting snow cones with my sister. It was really fun. It is so beautiful outside. It's a little bit cold, but um, lots of sunshine. And sorry, my partner texted me. He's out uh, looking for a job right now. He just had an interview, so it looks like it went well. Love that for him. Um, I don't even know what I was going to say. I, I feel like this episode is just like really all over the place. Read the journal entry. Oh, the pickle poll. So this week's pickle poll was to name a part of your personality that doesn't make sense outside of your mental health diagnosis. And I got a few responses and... I just got back from hanging out with Bonnie and I started recording again and then you just like walked in. I tried to text you. I, I try not to check my phone while I'm recording because I'm professional. Um, okay, be right back. Um, what do you think about my chaotic episodes? Please. Like, if you're listening to a podcast and someone's just... The, like, the quality is shit and there's no structure, are you annoyed? I mean, it just depends about, like, the content, I suppose, not just the quality. So you think I should be authentic, even if it's messy? Yeah, because that's authentic to you. Even if no one gets anything from it? Why does anyone have to get anything from it? You're doing this for you. I also do it for other people, though. You you gotta do it because you want to do it, It is. Though. I do want to do it for exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. So, you, you gotta stop thinking about how other people are gonna perceive it. People are gonna perceive it however they want to. Like, art gets misinterpreted every day. Yeah, I'm almost surprised that I haven't had any, like, hate like, mail yet. I mean, like, ten people listen to a song, you'll have ten different opinions about that song. Yeah. 
That's how it is. Like your podcast. But it's not even other people putting the pressure on me. It's me putting pressure on me. Right. You're you're creating it all inside your own head. And an audacity. (laughs) What if I told you I was recording all that? (laughs) Would you be embarrassed? Would you want me to delete it? No. Really? I don't care. Ruby? Do you care? She was eating in the background the whole time. I don't know if they can pick it up or not. They probably can. I feel like my audio quality has gone, like, has gotten worse We gotta get you a better microphone, though. Maybe for your birthday. Yeah, I was just thinking. Maybe for your birthday. That would be sick. (laughs) It's like... I know exactly what microphone I'd get you. Yeah? Yeah. Damn. Do you want me to send it to you? No, it's gonna be a surprise. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe I'll get it. Just so you can approve? Yeah. We'll see. Hello, Pickles and Vodka listeners. If you've made it this far, congratulations! I'm recording this in my car on my lunch break at work on Monday afternoon because, once again, I have not published the episode yet. I was thinking about going back to every other week like I used to do when I started the podcast I don't know we'll see if this keeps happening I'll be out of school soon and hopefully I'll be able to get my shit together but in the meantime you get these super chaotic episodes um last night I was trying to record a sufficient conclusion for for this episode uh but I was doing it in the parking lot of the food lion because um after i had that conversation with my partner i went on a walk to the grocery store because i was anxious and i thought maybe i'll get some ideas for the podcast when i'm out turns out i did and apparently i couldn't wait to get home and record my microphone because i have this like 10 minute recording on my phone that I wanted to be the end of the episode, but since it was outside and it was windy, you can't hear a thing. And so that's why I'm doing this in my car on my lunch break. Um, hopefully it'll sound decent enough and I'll go home and upload the episode tonight and it'll all be great. Um, but what I wanted to say that I said in the parking lot last night is that part of me could be guilty about this episode because it's kind of messy, but also that's just kind of how my life is going right now. My life is messy. It's all over the place. And sure, nothing terribly good or bad happened this week in regards to mental health. And that's not a bad thing. I think uh, I've talked about this before that I I feel kind of invalidated when I'm not going through a crisis because that's just the way that I'm used to existing is in crisis mode. And there's not really any crises this week there's a lot of little mini stressors, uh, least of which is putting out this episode, but that's okay. Stress is a part of life. And, um, hopefully you feel a little less alone listening to this. (laughs) Um, before I put this godforsaken episode to rest, I'm going to read the answers to this week's pickle poll, which I didn't do yesterday. Um, I got three answers, so it won't be too long. No, I thought I stopped recording for a second. Okay, so the question that I put out last week was, uh, or not a question, but a a prompt, 
was to name part of your personality that doesn't make sense outside of your mental health diagnosis. And by the way, when I say diagnosis, I mean official or unofficial, because not everyone has the luxury of getting diagnosed by a professional. So three people responded. And at the end, I'll recap what I said last week and then any changes that I've noticed since then. Okay, so Alyssa, uh, my sister-in-law, she said, hair slash skin picking, driving home and not remembering driving at all, disassociating, fixating on one thing so much you can taste it in your mouth. And the diagnosis that she gave me was ADHD. Actually, all three of these answers were about ADHD symptoms, which I thought was super fascinating. Um, I have long suspected that I have ADHD, but it's never been diagnosed officially. But, um... The question was about things that don't really make sense about your personality outside of your diagnosis. And this is definitely true for Alyssa because I know her in real life. She's a very academic person. Her schedule is always full. She's self-disciplined and she's really good about details. So I thought it was interesting that the symptoms that she lists, uh, such as driving home, not remembering driving at all and disassociating, those kind of came as a surprise to me because Alyssa always seems really, I don't know, put together. Um, it just goes to show that your mental illness can sometimes bring out parts of you that, I don't know, sometimes it's things that maybe you should focus more on. And oh God, what I mean by that is, for me at least, my big thing was... Well, like Alyssa said, disassociating is kind of something that I do as part of my mental illness. Because um, normally, I don't know, whenever I disassociate, basically, <sighs> I don't know what I was going to say. Cut. I just got a little lost in thought. But basically, um, thank you, Alyssa, for responding. I think it's super interesting that some of these symptoms are like comorbid with different disorders. Uh, okay, moving on. The next answer comes from Orion, aka at Robot A Kiss. And they say, um, first of all, their diagnosis is ADHD and anxiety. And they say, keeping my house extraordinarily clean and cleaning my friends' homes and my workplace and any public area I can get my deranged, restless hands on. Deranged and restless were in caps. I'm not passionate about it, but things have to be a certain way. I can't relax if there's a mess, a mess I can fix. I hope I'm not alone. Uh, you are 100% not alone. I do the same thing. I think a lot of times I use cleaning as a way to distract myself from the issues at hand. Like when I'm help, healthy and happy, I don't clean as much, I feel like. But um, and, and that's just me. I know for a lot of other people, it's the opposite. But yeah, I, I think it would be interesting to do an episode about positive things that your mental illness brings out in you or like things that would be seen by society as positive like when you mention cleaning everything it's like oh that's a good thing right but then like I said it can often be a distraction for something else so um I don't know something I think about last answer is from Urka who says that the part of the personality that doesn't make sense out of their mental health diagnosis is stimming um, as part of ADHD. So I looked up stimming. I'd never heard it before. I, my first impulse was like, 
to think that it was a drug thing. But no, according to Google, stimming is repetitive or unusual movements or noises. Stimming seems to help some autistic children and teenagers manage emotions and cope with overwhelming situations. So like, I guess it's a, a way to kind of de-stimulate yourself when you're finding yourself overly stimulated. Um, oh, Google also says, what are some examples of stimming? Uh, common stimming behaviors include biting your fingernails, twirling your hair around your fingers, cracking your knuckles or other joints, drumming your fingers, tapping your pencil, jiggling your foot, and whistling. Urka did not specify which stimming behaviors they used, but I, I see this as being a really common aspect of a lot of people's disorders. I don't know a ton about it, but I know that there will be an episode in the very near future where we talk about it because I have a lot of friends who are neurodivergent and have been wanting to talk about this to me for a while. So, something to look forward to. And with that said, that's it. Except I guess I still have to recap my answer. So last week I said that um, something that never had anything to do with my personality until I started having these mental health issues was lying. I was raised to tell the truth always, no matter what. And so as a child, when I started having dishonest thoughts, I would get physical stomach aches and I couldn't go to bed until I got out of bed and like told my mom that I was experiencing these things. Um, and as an adult, I think I still stretch the truth a lot. Um, I still tell little white lies and I do it so casually, it's kind of unsettling. And that definitely wasn't a part of my personality prior to this. So yeah, that was an interesting pickle poll. I think I'm going to make it a little more lighthearted next week. So um, if you're listening to this Monday night or whatever, uh, follow me on Instagram if you have not already at Pickles and Vodka Podcast. And by Wednesday at the latest, I will be posting the new pickle poll for you to answer. But I'm going to give you all a head start if you're listening to this. So next week's pickle poll will be, have you ever given up on a goal to improve your mental health? Like I said earlier in the episode, um, I am dropping out of school after the semester is over. And while many would see that as a negative thing, I think for me, it is a healthy thing that I'm doing for my mental health. And so um, I wanted to ask y'all if you've ever found yourself in a similar situation where you were quitting something or giving up on something that's not entirely bad, but you were doing it for a good reason. So go tell me what you think. And as always, thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate you all so much. I hope you're able to have a nice, relaxing week. Hopefully, wherever you are, the weather's warming up and you're getting some more vitamin D, which we know is oh so important for your mental health. So, um, yeah, take care and I will see you next week. Bye. Hello, friends. It's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today or you just want to say hi, email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Stay safe and have a good week. Bye.